To be a yogi. I'm Edward Reeb. And I'm Priyal Manjari Reeb. And we've got a lot to catch you up on. Uh, the, yeah. The last episode, um, episode 36, you might remember I was in Nepal. Well, after I finished in Nepal, I went to um, India and I looked up one of my Facebook friends, longtime Facebook friend from yoga groups, uh, Priyal, or Piyu. If, if I say P.U., that's pretty all same. And uh, we got a cup of coffee, and okay, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit in between. Uh, Taj yeah. Mahal, Rishikesh. <laughs> <laughs> no, first it was uh, Cafe Coffee Day, and then I thought to take you to a scone, to see a scone's arti. And he liked it a lot. Yeah. And we were looking at the beautiful paintings of Radha and Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to leave your metro station. And I was thinking, yeah, I'm like, I'm catching up with my Facebook friend. He's come to India first time. So I was feeling like a host. Uh, nothing else. <laughs> but I felt a little bit sad. And saw his face. He was also a little bit sad. Yeah, I was sad. And so we made plans <laughs> to meet again this time to go to Taj Mahal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of a, a drive. And uh, well, anyway, um, over time we uh, realized we have a lot in common. One of the things we had in common was the desire to build a center, a yoga center or spa, a health wellness spa. Yeah, um, I did course in as a spa esthetician and all the international therapies and massages and hydrotherapy as well as uh, Ayurveda, Abhyangam, Panchkarma. So I was thinking of uh, working somewhere for some time and after that to open a center. It was my dream to save money and open a wellness center somewhere near like the foothills of Himalayas, like Rishikesh. Yeah. And I was planning to uh, go through yoga teacher training here in India. And at the time, I was thinking I would go back to California to open a yoga center in Joshua Tree. Um, but then our, our visions started to align. And now we're planning to build a, a yoga center and spa in, uh, in Rishikesh. Yeah, kind of wellness center. In our steps toward this, we decided to go through yoga teacher training. Of course, I had gone through with Mukti, the 200 hour, uh, but I wanted to do the full 500 hours um, along with Priyal. And uh, so we had heard that Mysore is the place where you want to go if you're a very serious uh, aspiring yoga teacher. And you started searching for schools mm. in Mysore? Yeah, I searched a lot. Uh, you were busy and I was like, no, I have to find the best place. And uh, somehow I uh, found this place. And I'm, I'm, now I feel that I'm, I'm really lucky that we went there to have found this place. It's, it's the best place. People are so good. Environment is so good. Mysore is like the cleanest and greenest city of India. It's a combination of traditional plus as well as modern you know and it's everything about that place is like perfect and at that center uh, that center i mean the yoga teaching uh, center uh, that place was like a gokulam you know 
no sorry gurukulam <laughs> that place <laughs> name is gokulam it was like a gurukul gurukuls uh, were like in ancient times there were schools they, uh, where they used to teach vedas upanishad meditation yoga all the good things ayurveda and uh, it it was strict but not like actual old time uh, gurukul teacher were very friendly very knowledgeable yet very down to earth and humble so we really loved the experience yeah and uh third stage gokulam there's a lot of like if you you know know someone who did their training in mysore there's a pretty good chance that they were in third stage gokulam which is a lot of yoga uh teacher trainer centers and uh different things there's a th- uh, time massage training we're going to do that yeah, course as well yeah and uh so we did our 200 hour we just finished a few days ago we came back to delhi where we live new delhi where uh the air quality could be a little bit better right now but actually it's improved since the since day. we came here yeah yeah it was at severe now <laughs> it's it's at very poor so that's that's an improvement no no i don't think that right now it's very poor i think after rain it's really yeah up. yeah it's probably just poor now yeah. I mean we love Delhi. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thing is that Delhi uh, has all the different seasons we can enjoy. V- winters can be extreme. Uh spring is beautiful, rainy season is very nice, so much rain and uh, summers are also kind of extreme and autumn like very beautiful. And being so, a big city, there's all kinds of options for like if if you like sushi, there's seven or eight different sushi places, and they all deliver. Yeah, like, all kinds of fancy Japanese restaurants, yeah. and as well as Italian. And um, I though <laughs> from yesterday, I'm just eating and eating all kinds of <laughs> Delhi street food, which I was missing there in South. <laughs> so after that, we'll start, you know. kind of healthy routine again because we have to go to for our 300 um training in march yeah we broke it up so that we uh they're very flexible at yoga darshanam basically and now admittedly i haven't done any uh trainings at other places in mysore but if you are one of the people who are thinking about doing yoga training in india and uh you were thinking maybe in south or mysore or if you had no idea where to look um we're recommending yoga darshanam and uh it's the, headed by master santosh kumar yes and he we were lucky enough to sit down with him for this interview and all the other teachers are also like very good yeah shri hari and yogesh and yeah sumit yeah pranayama teacher the routine is so good i mean uh, that was a little bit hectic and strict for us uh for like first week because we had to wake up around 5:30 and then pranayama class then hatha yoga class and if you are interested you can go to ashtanga class also then the <clears throat> um, evening classes evening lecture and uh, about yoga philosophy vedas upanishads and all the all these kinds of things and uh, then chanting then all kinds of meditation like yoga nidra instant relaxation uh, techniques deep relaxation techniques and uh, candle flame meditation and so many different and healing work kriyas kriyas so many kriyas cleansing kriyas 
everything yeah everything was, really was there yeah and uh, like i think it's the the course this course has everything i mean for prenatal yoga postnatal yoga you can spend like two months to learn that and acro yoga that is partner yoga is also a separate totally separate thing but it had uh, kids yoga acro yoga prenatal postnatal yoga and all these things yoga therapy yoga therapy is a different thing because you know nowadays people are suffering from so many different kinds of today's lifestyle diabetes bp arthritis this and that so as a as a yoga teacher how can you help them so all yeah. these things we learn it's 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 actually a deep very deep study i didn't have any idea i mean uh, edward was more interested in this i mean i was also interested but mostly my interest was to spend time with him there not to be alone here <laughs> but slowly slowly i also developed uh, so much interest and in, i i just love doing yoga i mean i'm eating from two days but i'm making sure uh, 40 minutes to 1 hour i mean i want to practice daily i as sir told that just you know you you should keep it in mind do whatever your routine is like very hectic or what wherever you go just half an hour to 40 minutes take out and don't fall into the same loop you know otherwise you'll keep on postponing and uh, it needs a deep study as well as self introspection meditation you have to take a lot of time uh, you know being alone and you know all these things because uh, if you want to become a good yoga teacher it's just not bending in all directions or you know kind of <laughs> uh, yoga people ego no if you want to become a good yoga teacher like master santosh or people like these kinds of people so you have to take it very seriously and as well as in a humble way so yogacharya santosh kumar was born on 15th may 1983 as the first son of the couple shri bhaskar and bhavani amma in a small village koluru kundapur taluk near the coastal area of udupi district basically he was an artist and dancer classical folk most of his childhood was spent with nature he was suffering from knee pain sinusitis tonsillitis etc in his childhood he got rid of all these problems by yoga treatment and developed very good interest in yoga field along with his education so later his experience and tremendous qualifications is motivated to teach yoga in his own style founding his own studio known as yoga darshanam and Yoga Darshanam has trained several students from various fields like school colleges hospitals ITBT companies like Wipro Infosys L&T etc so practicing yoga in his childhood with Shri Kumar uh, uh, Shri Kumar was a uh, good yakshagana artist and yoga guru and yoga guru DR Pai from Shantivana Trust Yoga and Naturopathy Center Dharmasthala oh dharmasthala yeah it's it's dharmasthala temple mm. such a good place we have to go there mm. and international holy place sorry <laughs> okay <laughs> later he has been trained sufficiently under bks ayengar system and enough experience from baba ramdev guru also as well as shri shri ravi shankar guru today he is graduated teacher in education from ks 
EAB Government of Karnataka, completed his degree and graduated in Nutrition and Health Education from University of Mysore with distinction marks and completed advanced yoga teacher training from Shivananda System and Annamalai University, Tamil Nadu with excellent grade and honorary degree for his study and achievement from Swami Sudhir Ananda Rishikesh Uttarakhanda. Today with an ample qualification and experience in yoga field trained over 10,000 students and 2,000 plus certified yoga teachers from 100 plus countries under the brand of Yoga Darshanam in Gokulam Mysore. He is also one in Mysore, South India training and educating both Indians and Westerns as well as conducting yoga workshops, yoga retreats, teachers training in different countries like Lebanon, Dubai, Sri Lanka, Korea, China, London, Greece, wow, yeah. <laughs> etc. through his overseas journey. Recently he has received Rashtra Vibhushan Award. Wow, I didn't know this. For outstanding individual achievement and distinguished services to the nation on the occasion of National Seminar on Outstanding Contribution for National Economic and Social Development on April 2015 from Foundation for Accelerated Community Empowerment NGO New Delhi. He also won the Yoga Bhushan Award from Himalayan Foundation for Contribution to the Yoga Field and Golden Star Award for Contribution Toward Welfare of Society from NIER India in 2016. Presently, Master Santosh Kumar is MD of his own company, Yoga Darshanam Spirituality Private Limited, dedicated to yoga and health training, and president of Yoga Darshanam Foundation, dedicated to help and support underprivileged children's health and education, and also preparing for future research work in a yoga field on yoga and illness. And uh, he was discussing that he is working on and planning to uh, open a, an ashram. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it will be a perfect place. Yeah, I want to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get to that interview, shall we? Yes. Thank you. If you wouldn't mind, I always like asking, would you mind telling us the meaning of your name? Uh, the meaning of the name Santosh is happiness. Mm. Uh, my parents has given this name in the initial stage. Uh, I think uh, I think that is the initial stage of uh, you know something moving towards yoga. Mm. I think it is it is actually you know makes sense really you know I think they know that something came to their mind yeah they, yeah some intuition they kept uh, name Santosh and now I'm I'm in yoga field and uh, I'm trying to become happy myself at the same time sharing my happiness to others so I think that's uh, that is one of the best fortunate thing to me having same name which is related to yoga yeah even a niyama yeah <laughs> And does Kumar have a meaning or just family name? Usually, usually my name is Santosh only. We, in okay. generally, people are calling Santosh Kumar. Kumar is actually in India, you know, uh, one of the meaning is bachelor, not married, something. Another mm. is actually just like a, a kind of, you know, just adding to the Kumar name. Kumar and Kumari, it's yeah. like not a name. Yeah, yeah. Just it is just like a, something to Kumar add to the name. Okay. Uh, mix, very nice, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there is no particular reason for that. Okay. What would you say is yoga? 
according to different masters the yoga is totally different uh, different masters has different definitions about yoga uh, so yoga has different dimensions different meanings different understandings in my opinion or uh, what i like most is the three meanings or uh, the three words about yoga is self realization self satisfaction and uh, self acceptance mm. so according to me yoga is this three because this is most important things to live happily peacefully in the material world if you don't enlighten also no problem because in <coughs> i always tell my students and i i always feel myself is if you don't become a, a yogi nobody will cry <laughs> but if you don't become a good human being everybody will cry mm-hmm. because that is most essential things to the world becoming a great or good human being than a yogi yeah. so that is a, these three things are very very essential to become a great human being so in my opinion self realization may be just like a answering some questions like why i am here why i am like this why i am angry mm-hmm. why i am not happy something you know questioning ourselves and finding the answer mm-hmm. and self satisfaction means actually you know we are always running behind certain things in the material world and it is a kind of run or race every day mm-hmm. and we don't know when we stop when we quit our race so the self satisfaction uh, will help actually you know to stop our race and to you know become peaceful ourselves with the things what we have and self acceptance is you know in generally in the material world we always compare with others mm. and by comparing with others we think that i am not good or i am not uh, capable uh, this kind of comparison makes always unhappy so we have to accept ourselves as it is and what we have and how we are and we have to try to move forward from there from there Mm-hmm. without any comparison or without uh, thinking that you know i'm not uh, complete or i'm not perfect or i'm not uh, you know good to do certain things yeah. so take it positively and accept yourself and move and there will be always success that is the reason actually these three things i always these three words i always you know uh, use it in my yoga practices or in my yoga career and what is yoga darshana yoga means union mm-hmm. darshana means vision mm. so everyone has vision in their life you and i also i have some visions it may be to help some people or to train good teachers or to achieve certain things in my life which is necessary in the uh, as a successful human being to become a successful human being so this all this vision i kept together in the name of yoga so there is a yoga darshana mm. so different visions and i am to bringing into in one line or i am getting you know bringing together in the name of yoga so that is one reason and uh, so you can also understand in another way like yoga is union and uh, vision is actually uh, darshana is actually vision so it is also one of the philosophy of the india Mm. out of six orthodox philosophy uh, this yoga darshanam is also one of the philosophy patanjali yoga darshanam mm. out of six philosophies there is a sankhya yoga nyaya vaishika nimamsa and vedanta so these are the philosophies and yoga darshanam is also one of the philosophy 
with the to respect the tone of the philosophy uh, and also everyone has vision in their life to bring all the things together to achieve or to become successful on this vision uh, i just kept that name yeah so there's the foundation and there's uh, the teacher training center yeah uh, we have two places mm-hmm. one is actually yoga darshanam foundation uh, that is dedicated for uh, poor people education underprivileged children education and uh, health uh, to conduct camp or those things and we are doing some so- social welfare activities from mm-hmm. there from that uh, unit yeah another unit is actually yoga darshanam spiritual private limited it's a company and under this Uh, company we are conducting teachers training course and yoga training for to you know for, to train teachers for next generations um, so when did you actually first begin begin practicing yoga and did you face any struggles while pursuing it i think it is very difficult to tell i i don't really have a, a memory about that but what i guess is I just started yoga because I was struggling with some health issues that is mainly tonsillitis. Mm. So yeah when I was uh, very young and uh, around uh, I think around 8 mm. 9 years old uh, I think my uh, yoga practice started actually around uh, 10 years around 10 years in and out but before that also i was practicing yoga even right from childhood it was something like showing up you know just to show something like mainly headstand i was showing headstand <laughs> and uh, as a kid actually you know something i was showing headstand i'm falling down and sometimes i'm showing and uh, inviting my friends uh, mates my mates so my mates were uh, encouraging me uh, because no kids are uh, doing this one i was mostly doing that kind of acrobatics work <laughs> and my teachers also were appreciating that uh, this kid is doing something in the practice in the classroom so maybe i think that is the initial stage of my yoga so that is why i am very advanced in headstand so <laughs> i can stand i can stand in the headstand very longer time hmm. so my initial stage of yoga practice started from the headstand but you learned it from somewhere ah, teacher so it was not really yoga it's only a physical yeah. show but later actually in my high school education i just started very strongly with the help of a teacher his name is kumar uh, shri kumar uh, he was the one of the teacher uh, for our sub, you know subject teacher and he just started to teach in a camp or in uh, school days so that is the initial stage of you know starting yoga Uh, from there actually i started you know very seriously and one of the reason is tonsillitis still that time also tonsillitis was there and that helped me to cure my tonsillitis so that is the motivation because uh, you know till that time i was not re- really serious about yoga when it cured my problems i thought actually it's something helping me so i started to take it very seriously and uh, rectified my problems so that pranayama i think mainly mainly pranayama and asana and certain kriya all the all these things added there so totally it helped me to cure my uh, tonsillitis so that is a great motivation for me uh, since it cured my health because i was so stressed actually because of tonsillitis all these things and even uh, there was uh, no enough financial uh, uh, support also to treat Uh, because uh, you know throat was almost closing every time when, yeah, whenever i get i was getting tonsillitis 
and this you know made me very happy <laughs> because mm. it got uh, i got a lot of relief from this uh, practices so that is why you know i just uh, started to continue my yoga practices and uh, but not very regularly uh, it was there was a break was there actually in the, in the childhood actually we, we will be not very serious about yoga <laughs> we want to play more so but it was there I started very strongly at the time from my school education onwards and it is there till today and uh, when i just uh, moved to uh, my uh, university level education then uh, i started to practice yoga regularly because uh, i got an opportunity to teach also uh, in mangalore uh, i got an opportunity to teach because one of the master supposed to come there to give some yoga demo and some yoga training to the school teachers so what happened actually the teacher didn't come and when the teacher didn't come and uh, some of my uh, professors uh, in that place uh, they knew that i am doing yoga you know i was doing yoga so they knew that so they uh, told me to take his class mm-hmm. actually yes, he is supposed to handle i was not a master and i i was doing education degree there mm-hmm. so since i was doing education degree education teachers training so i i knew some teaching skills and how to handle students all these things the skill teaching skill was there and this side yoga education yoga knowledge also there because not perfectly but uh, some of the yoga uh, postures or uh, idea was there so these professors you know they pushed me to the big stage mm. to teach yoga on a big stage there, there were more than 200 300 teachers to train them i think it was 20 days training so there what happened actually i just taught some yoga for 20 days yeah around 20 days program actually i just uh, given all the idea about yoga postures demonstration everything uh, that also made me to think that i don't know many things about yoga mm-hmm. because what happened is actually uh, these teachers asked so many questions mm-hmm. in the training program mm-hmm. when they asked so many questions i was not really uh, comfortable or capable to answer all the questions mm-hmm. but i was i gi- i gave some answer to make them happy <laughs> but it was not really satis- you know answer which is not uh, very good answers so that made me to think that i don't know many things and i that is why i just started to i start to think to do some yoga program or yoga yoga training all these things that is the reason i just stopped some of my job like uh, it may be police or it may be uh, education uh, job or anything i just uh, uh, stopped everything and i just started to learn yoga and that is why i came to mysore mm-hmm. to learn yoga mm-hmm. all things one of the younger student also invited me mm-hmm. to work with him and to start uh, yoga training all those things after that what happened actually i just started my yoga center and uh, started to teach but uh, during that time i was doing my sadhana also uh, it was around 2 years sadhana and i was teaching at the same time uh, i was doing my sadhana also uh, that stage uh, we got some students when i got some students after 2 years actually uh, when i complete 2 years uh, 
there are so many questions again I started to pop up so what I thought actually I need to answer again for these questions so that is why I need to travel for some centers for some places and I had to learn some uh, yoga more so that is why I just uh, decided to marry and uh, uh, to travel again so that is why why I decided to marry is I want to keep a teacher in the center Oh, because okay, okay. there is a students already practicing yoga with me and they get trouble actually if I go outside, if yeah, I close the center. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I couldn't close the center also because there is a lot of financial uh, issues, mm-hmm. financial responsibility on my shoulder. Because there is a three sisters, their education I had to take care and uh, they are about to marry also. Mm-hmm. So these responsibility on my shoulder. So that is why there is a, some minimum financial uh, uh, resources my teaching. So that is why I want to keep that one, uh, otherwise it's going to be completely disturbed. Mm. So that is the reason actually I just um, decided to marry and after keeping my wife uh, Sujata and then I just started to travel and I went to Chidambaram and different yoga centers. Uh, that is the time I traveled different places and different centers in India and that is another opportunity helped me to gain more knowledge from different system and different masters. One of the very uh, uh, influential uh, uh, knowledge I received is from Iyengar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before that also I have trained sufficiently from Iyengar direct Iyengar student. It is around two years I trained from Iyengar student only. Then I got opportunity to meet these masters and to study their system also. And uh, when I returned back from the, my travel, I just started to implement and continue my uh, sadhana also again. Till today it is going on. Uh, it is around, I am telling around a 20 years story. Mm-hmm. So, this is what happened actually 20 years ago. Mm. So, this two year of sadhana was in your own personal space somewhere or you were doing yeah, this? Actually, under... actually, the two year sadhana I was doing in a place. It was actually a simple place. I was teaching yoga there and uh, I think uh, in a day I was teaching. And in the early morning, in the evening, everywhere I was sleeping there only. And early morning actually I was waking up at uh, 3.30 and I was doing my sadhana in the same place till 5.30, 6 o'clock. Then when students comes, I take class. And then in a day again, whenever I get time reading, all these things was there. So totally it is actually, I think it is 24 hours a kind of yoga practice. Mm-hmm. Only teaching or learning or practicing something. Around 4 hours I was practicing myself. Mm-hmm. In a day. It's like a, an ashram life. No, ashram life. Mm-hmm. I was not going outside, it's true. I was not going outside, no newspaper and no other facilities. <laughs> uh, I was simply inside the room. I was not exploring to anything outside. Yeah. And also I was very rarely traveling and I'm not going outside to meet my friends or nobody was there. I was alone there and two years I completed with that kind of lifestyle. And uh, that is actually, uh, till today I feel same thing, that is actually made me a a good teacher. Mm. A good teacher and it brought me here, into this position. And the two years actually helped me to, you know, master so many yogasanas, so many yogic techniques. And also it helped me to read so many books from the different masters. And uh, their ideas all helped me to, you know, implement it and to solve certain things and to move forward in the difficult time. Mm. So that is the two years sadhana. After two years I quitted and because I wanted to uh, improve my career 
more and also uh, to uh, start a full time teaching all these things because there is another side financial trouble was yeah. going yeah. <laughs> so that is the reason i stopped actually after 2 years otherwise i i could continue as yes, i could continue maybe maybe if, if i could continue uh, maybe i would be not here somewhere in yeah, malaya <laughs> Two years actually made me. Uh, uh, it 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 changed me a lot. Oh, yeah. Even actually, I still remember when uh, some of my relatives came actually to drop my wife Sujata uh, at the end of the two years after marriage. Mm-hmm. Even I was not able to hold a Chinese uh, you know finger bowl or the tar bowl mm-hmm. uh, in my hand because actually you know I not uh, went to this kind of facilities mm-hmm. or I was very uh, far from this kind of. Uh, lifestyle yeah. and it was slipping out from my hand mm-hmm. you know that kind of you know like a, if you bring a tribal person to the <laughs> uh, modern restaurant or something how mm-hmm. he behaves yeah. uh, how he behaves like that i was behaving yeah <laughs> because little discomfort with so many things and that is actually made me to struggle also because i was 2 years in complete yoga then suddenly shifted to material life mm-hmm. and uh, marriage and uh, uh, personal life all these things that is actually took some time to you know adjust because it is disturbing me in the beginning a lot yeah obviously <laughs> totally from that like a sort of i think uh, varagi ah, yeah. <laughs> that time yeah, yeah there's something because i was not adjusting because usually in the as a wife she is expecting something from yeah. husband to talk or to spend some time outside to go outside to see something yeah. but i was not really obviously. interested in all these things <laughs> i was interested in meditation or reading and inside the home only i don't know to go outside ancient struggles of yeah. adjusting yeah big struggle it was a big struggle then my wife slowly adjusted because she also started one year sadhana with me and uh, before yeah before marriage and i made her to do sadhana one year and she lived with me one year uh, she done yoga practices as well as uh, sadhana one year with very minimum facilities and uh, no no other facility even drinking water also not there and she supposed to walk somewhere else and to collect the corporation tap water mm. to uh, to drink water that mm. that kind of lifestyle was there Com- completely very simple lifestyle and uh, she also done for one year i think that is also made her to understand me better and uh, that is why we are together today yeah obviously so because uh, uh, we are not really uh, worrying about any uh, material related uh, issues today. totally understand yeah. each yeah. other that's it, that's it. because she also done because before coming here she was in a different lifestyle uh-huh. i knew that uh, unless she is not going to have this kind of experience is going to clash yeah. is going to you know give some trouble that is why i made her to uh, go through that, uh, go through that uh, experience and uh, 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 how you know uh, manage all these mm. things so she was she was so really upset in the beginning mm. because wow. just just imagine after engagement i brought her to uh, practice this art people have different, <laughs> usually, different expectations yeah, usually after engagement <laughs> usually after engagement people will you know keep spending you know hours and hours on phone call or message uh, or yeah. something <laughs> but our story is totally different yeah. after engagement i told her that uh, you have to come to my place and you have to sit with me as a student and you have to practice uh, one year at least after that marriage hmm. so around 3 4 so months cool. actually after 3 4 months actually she was in the struggle because uh, she was not able to adjust into this lifestyle mm-hmm. because she was in a good position in her home and she also grown up in the city side mm-hmm. so she her expectation was totally different at that time mm-hmm. 
But three four uh, months actually she was struggling a lot. Then slowly she adjusted to this uh, lifestyle, and then she uh, then she turned teacher training course in some other places also. And she trained under me also. Then she became a great uh, good teacher. Mm. And till today her students are you know asking her uh, how is uh, their teacher. Mm. And uh, she was one of my assistant teacher that time. Today we have different teachers. And that time she was my assistant teacher. So when she became my assistant teacher, I just kept her in my center and I started to travel for further my education. Mm. So the, this is what you know completely organized and planned. <laughs> you can say uh, this is people uh, today people are doing family planning. <laughs> that is actually yoga planning. <laughs> that kind of yoga planning. She supported a lot. She supported a lot and she sacrificed certain uh, enjoyment of her material life also. And uh, today, and she is very happy because you know. Uh, now actually, you know, we are not really uh, thinking about these kind of small, small things. Yeah. That uh, if I don't spend time with her, also she is not feeling anything, you know. That. <laughs> I think because uh, you made her taste the essence of and blissfulness of silence and self introspection and being. With yourself, mm-hmm. she tasted it herself. Yeah, so true. you don't have to explain how it feels to you yeah, know remain true. silent from no, inside. Did de- this developed a perfect understanding? That's true because uh, some of my students came here. They always tell like that. Uh, Master, I want to do yoga very strongly, but uh, my family is not supporting me. My boyfriend is not supporting me, or my you know relatives are not supporting me. This kind of you know uh, word I have heard actually from my mm-hmm. students. Because sometimes you know uh, they don't want this kind of lifestyle or this kind of things. But you you have passion about these things. Mm-hmm. So when you know uh, this kind of problem take place, sometimes you know you give up or you may not do it very seriously or you may not improve it. So that is why it is necessary to have certain support from your surroundings. Yeah. So that is what I created from uh, uh, you know my way mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I wanted to keep a partner because I wanted a teacher otherwise I couldn't travel mm-hmm. I couldn't teach any other teachers because I couldn't pay any salary yeah. because there is a very less income was there from the center mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I can't close also because there is a lot of responsibility on my shoulder uh, because sister's marriage was there. Mm-hmm. So that is why I thought actually, you know, uh, I need one life partner. I also completed my sadhana in the Brahmacharya way. So now Grastha. Anyhow, I want to go to Grastha once. So uh, let me experience Grastha also at the same time. I can get one teacher also. <laughs> so I just Perfect. prepared. At the same time, Grastha also becomes easy. My personal life and professional life both will going to go, you know, hand by hand in a smoother way. That is why I just thought that, that way. Yeah, so uh, second, you tell me who was your most influential or favorite teacher? Perhaps there was more than one. Uh, you, there are there are many teachers mm-hmm. that time, and till today I have uh, so many gurus. I told you know in India uh, teachers are two types, and physical and mental. Mm. And uh, for me actually there are there are so many teachers physically I met and physically I studied and there are some teachers in my mind. Mentally, I have studied many things from their resource, from their books, from their idea, from their lectures, mm-hmm. so many things. Mm. So, most influential teacher is my childhood teacher is Kumar, Shri Kumar. He is the one introduced yoga to me, the ABCD. Mm-hmm. He he taught me, and from there actually, 
there also i have to mention one of the one of the teacher again he was in my primary school and he was my language teacher and uh, he did actually recently after 90 years actually 98 years actually wow. yeah so he was the one he was actually physically handicapped actually wow. so physically challenged person uh, he was the one of the influence teacher to me in the education point of view as well as from uh, certain uh, uh, things in my life mm-hmm. because he was the one motivated me to the education because i was not going to school in the beginning mm-hmm. i was hiding in the forest and going back to home with my mates when they returned to home mm-hmm. uh, so i was not doing education all these things and he is the one helped me to understand uh, the value of education and to do uh, you know education mainly and side by side he was actually introducing certain yogic related things and he was uh, when i was showing i told actually in the beginning i was showing some headstand all these things to my mates and uh, you know and maybe he recognized or he he thought that i have some ego <laughs> and uh, he wanted to teach some lesson to me and he taught me one asana that is still uh, you know still i remember till today i just remember all these things mm-hmm. and uh, he told me to stand close to wall touching heels and buttocks to the wall mm-hmm. and to bend forward without uh, falling down and without uh, holding any support you have to bend forward like you do padasthasana right the padasthasana you have to do near the wall touching the heel and buttocks to the wall and you to go you have to bend forward mm-hmm. definitely it is not possible very easily without falling yeah if you can try also it sounds simple you, you but you fall it, down yeah. you fall down because the bones hitting there yeah. when you bend for bones pushes yeah. so he made me to fall many times <laughs> and then i just dropped the headstand i tried to because he challenged me that you're doing yoga right you're doing yoga in circus right okay please uh, practice this asana show me he just told me like that so that made me to practice so many times and finally i just mastered that has so many patience so many need, things need to understand then i realized that it is not simply acrobatics or something mm-hmm. it is really a dedicated practice so that is the teacher made me to understand that kind of things <laughs> so uh, today i am using that kind of things actually in my class also sometimes as a ego killing asanas mm-hmm. ego killing asanas <laughs> there are so many asana tricks actually people keep asking i want more asana teach me new asana this kind of trend is very common everywhere in every yoga classes people are keep asking teach me that asana this asana difficult asana something today what is happening actually everywhere is teacher is not teaching yoga student is actually telling teacher how to teach mm. or what to teach <laughs> this kind of things are going on everywhere mm. so that is why i just kept some of the asana called ego killing asana and this is also one who this teacher taught me his name is narasimha narasimha maya if i am not wrong so this teacher uh, uh, taught me that one second is the kuma kumar shri kumar kumar introduced some other dimensions of yoga uh, like uh, more pranayama more mantra philosophical uh, details and he also provided some opportunity to us to spend with some other teachers uh some it helped me to you know get more uh, bigger dimensions to yoga yeah. then most uh, influence teacher is bk sayendra mm-hmm. so uh, like others mm-hmm. like all students uh, i uh, i am also one uh, studied many things uh, from his students and from him directly 
many things because before meeting ayengar before uh, knowing him i was actually with a younger student again he passed away few years back yes few years back and i was with a younger student he, he was the direct student and i was practicing with him around 2 years and he also helped me to uh, uh, helped me and uh, given the opportunity to teach also yoga all these things so then later actually after my sadhana i started to travel and i just got opportunity to meet all these masters one is ayengar and uh, till today i am using his ideas and his principles and uh, his resources and his uh, his uh, inventions of uh, props all these things so ayengar yoga training also implemented in my uh, teacher training and in my uh, education training in yoga training so other than there so many teachers were there till today i learn one or another way from my different persons from different people from my different teachers till today if i have some doubts i just contact my teachers mm-hmm. so if some questions comes i don't hesitate i just call i discuss mm-hmm. and you know guru means actually not only a physical person it can be a, a object it can be a book it can be anything remember mm-hmm. which is helping you to guide from darkness to light that is guru so anything is guiding you is guru sometimes my students also teaching me something <laughs> so uh, if you are open to learn and if you don't have ego and if you are very humble and polite there are many things to learn from every person so that's what i believe uh, i don't have any ego like actually i am a big master or i am big teacher and i know everything something like that even i i what i know that actually i know very little things there are many things still remaining to learn so yoga is not about just a few years training or uh, few months training because still today what is happening actually after after doing one or two teacher training course uh, after learning few years many people will pretend and uh, act like you know they are very big teacher mm-hmm. and they know everything most of the teachers are thinking themselves like they are a good teacher only from asana point of view mm-hmm. so and some people will think that i am advanced something i'm advanced teacher something mm-hmm. in my opinion there is nobody advanced in yoga everyone is beginner everyone is student <laughs> so there is everyone to learn only not to uh, think that i completed my learning in yoga mm-hmm. that kind of things are not there even after enlightenment also i think there is still some work <laughs> to do there so it is uh, you know a kind of misleading you know or um, a kind of you know bad things to tell that i am advanced or something because many in many uh, many times i have seen actually a student never done yoga never done any yoga asana but can sit in meditation half an hour one hour very easily can meditate also in better than some people who are trained in yoga there are some people tell actually they are very advanced because they are telling actually advanced because of asana because they are doing some difficult asana but they can't sit on 5 minutes in meditation mm. their mind is that much crazy mm. and that much you know uh, agitated mm. so that is why here who is advanced because we are telling sometimes only from asana point of view that i done some asana uh, many people today i done primary series second series so i became advanced now <laughs> so it is not really like that remember so in yoga i think it is actually a lifetime uh, practice so one yeah, lifetime sure. is also not enough mm-hmm. to become advanced or to go deeper into yoga practices mm-hmm. 
So, sir, uh, what do you think? Is yoga difficult or easy as people have their own views about practicing yoga and because of one or the other reason they don't pursue it, they like hesitate that I should not commit, it's a big yeah. According to my opinion, uh, it is a priority. If your priority is your health and your mental peace and spirituality or something, then definitely there is a time to do. At least, you know, you can spend one hour, two hours in your practices. Yes. So there is not going to be a difficult part there. If priority is something else, mm-hmm. then automatically, you know, you excuses come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The excuses comes and you tell actually, uh, there is no time to do yoga. Or at the same time, I'm, I have big responsibility, big commitment. There is no, you know, there is no chance of doing yoga. Something will start. Mm-hmm. So, Keep a priority of your health and your uh, you know spirituality something, then take up this uh, yoga practices. Then quite easy. And as you continue your yoga, many things will be solved very easily. Yeah. And because your expression will change and your you know energy level will change, yeah. and many uh, difficult things uh, what you face that will be sorted out automatically. And uh, and also you learn huge skills. You know you learn a lot of skills to manage uh, many uh, uh, life related things mm. and uh, you manage very well so that is why it is quite easy to pursue your uh, yoga and to continue yoga practice and to stay in yoga and later it becomes addiction actually you can't yeah. give up, <laughs> you can't give up. Uh, if you practice yoga regularly even if I stop yoga practice one day or in any emergency cases, if I don't practice yoga, I feel like uh, something not good. If, for example, if you're taking daily shower, if you don't take one day shower, you don't sleep properly. <laughs> you feel like something itching. <laughs> that yeah. kind of feelings will come. And uh, that is why in that tough cases, actually, I do at least Surya Namaskara. Mm. I do Surya Namaskara very fast, yeah. around 25 rounds something. I just make sure that I just, you know, uh, done something physically. Yeah. And whenever I feel some pranayama meditation, I just never give, uh, have given up my regular practices and uh, till today I am practicing uh, some time for myself. Even though I am very busy in the teacher's training course, in other training program, even in the, if I travel to abroad also to different countries also, I just uh, keep my personal practices. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you believe it or not in the flight also, uh, if I sit longer time I feel some discomfort, I just uh, I, t- I always try to book my uh, place very close to uh, toilet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just go into the toilet and you know inside the toilet and I do some stretching work <laughs> because in the flight I can't do all these things people yeah. will see mm-hmm. and I just go inside and I do some neck exercise, hands exercise, all these things I come and sit <laughs> because otherwise blood circulation will not ready, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, will be uh, uh, active and uh, just I just focus on my breath, something actually, that's it. Just, I'm trying to minimize my thoughts. Uh, even in the worst cases, like if I travel in the flight or if I'm very busy with some other activities. Yeah. So I do, uh, even uh, if I don't get any time for pranayama, before going to bed, I will sleep in the shavasana, I do some vajjayi pranayama, slowly for 10 minutes, 5 minutes, slow breathing, I maintain. Yeah. So like that, I will manage myself to keep my personal practice in one or another way. So that is very, very important things. How do you think that yoga can help people in current times? See, today one common thing people are facing is actually stress. So stress is a mental issue, a psychic issue. Uh, In my opinion, there is no 
for your mind. And there is no treatment for your mind unless there is no meditation. So if you want to meditate, then you need to prepare very well. So you need an entire yoga. So the yoga will help you to start, to begin and to prepare for meditation and to find the solution. So if you do yoga, I told you, know, you will get a discipline, more discipline life because most of the stress is actually because of, you know, uh, lifestyle. Uh, lifestyle related. And there is no physical activities, there is at the same time actually a lot of expectation, the uh, emotional level is not good. And at the same time, you know, bad you know, habits of uh, food intake or some other things. So this all we can make it systematic from yoga practices because physiologically, psychologically you can change mm -hmm. and you are, you know, five-fold personality will, you know, come from yoga. Mm. In physical level, in pranic level, in mental level, I mean psychic level or intellectual level, in a spiritual level, all this area you will get discipline and uh, that will help you to remold and to uh, have or handle all these things very smoothly. So that is why definitely, you know, uh, yoga can help people uh, in this way. Uh, one is actually maybe to make yourself disease free. Another is actually to make yourself peaceful. In any way, it can help. Mm -hmm. So some people may looking for some physical fitness that is also possible from yoga. Mm -hmm. So whatever benefits you want, yoga can serve, okay. no doubt. Okay. So, uh, sir, there are people in your class coming from all over the world mm -hmm. and they all have different natures. How do you manage to handle them also nicely and never lose your temper? Well, this is a really great question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh, this is not only your question, many of my students also asked me how this is possible. Because they are also... Always smiling. Yeah. So yeah. Always uh, they are also conducting teacher training course. Uh, there are some of my students also conducting yoga classes. They are facing these issues every day uh, in the class. Some kind of fight, some kind of emotional related issues. So many things actually, you know, messing up. Mm -hmm. So I think what I guess is actually uh, this is my two years sadhana. Yeah. That sadhana made me to react better mm -hmm. and, and expect in a healthier way and to handle the situation in a smoother way without losing the a temper mm. without losing the patience. Mm. So that is actually you know uh, one main key point and my regular meditation practice also. My regular meditation practice helping me to let go many things and to you know uh, make myself more comfortable because unless you are very steady, very relaxed, very calm and nothing will disturb you. Remember. So if you are uh, not steady, not composed or not relaxed, if you are restless, most of things Small, small things can trigger. Okay. Yeah, because <clears throat> so many different kinds of people come, they have their own personality, own trauma, or own experience. <laughs> They're like a hurricane. Yeah. On, yeah. Like, and someone looking to criticize. Criticize. <laughs> listening judge. for something. A few people, you just let them ask one thing and they just want to talk because they are full of something. Sometimes we have to provide a ear to hear everything mm -hmm. so because they have so many things they have never shared anywhere or they nobody they got to explain or share all the details sometimes you need to be silent and patient to listen to all these things the more you listen the more you handle very nicely <laughs> uh, uh, that is very common actually because you know uh, people are stressed 
and some people they only give trouble they only give problems and they only they tell actually they are not good <laughs> they only comment tell uh, sorry master we are you know i am not good good student i am not you know in good condition something they tell actually mm-hmm. and there are some people actually always they come with some different expectation mm-hmm. and uh, in their point of view yoga is something else Uh, yes, yoga can be taken in many ways, in many many perspective, point, uh, many point of view. They can handle it or they can practice it. But uh, there are certain things we can't change because people today they want a kind of training or uh, teachings from teachers the way they want. Yeah. So we have to teach that they what they want the way they want. in that manner we have to teach sometimes actually this will clash between teacher and student mm. they have their own yeah. benchmark yeah. sometimes teacher will fail to convince them and student will not uh, understand and uh, to you know uh, surrender mm-hmm. so this is why so many criticize so many problem will come but i try my level best i'm not telling i'm perfectly doing this one uh, even i am also facing <coughs> some issues sometimes but i do my level best to convince them and if something is small thing is modified or necessary to change i will provide also i will make them as much as possible happy because in generally we can't make everyone happy in our life if you make one person happy you are a great <laughs> especially in this modern life making everyone happy is a big challenge but i try i do try you know uh, making everyone happy whoever comes my comes to my t- uh, teacher training course mm-hmm. but uh, here and there one or two will be there always mm-hmm. so hopefully they will understand one day i always tell actually you become a teacher one day or become a teacher very soon then you will understand my problem <laughs> unless you don't become a teacher you don't understand problem of the teacher <laughs> because there is certain things we try to help but some students they don't want they refuse mm-hmm. and they you know they resist so in that case you need to be very patient and you need to be composed and calm so that can help situation better because otherwise a argument will take into different level yeah obviously yeah. so sometimes you know some students will come and tell blame certain things mm-hmm. i just you know listen and then i will plan what can be done yeah but anyhow without a quality without a uh, training without a uh, practice it's very difficult to handle because at the end of the day everybody is human being we have certain nature certain things mm-hmm. so that is why i still i believe actually my regular meditation and uh, some kind of spirituality and my sadhana everything is actually helping me to survive in this field with this all people with a different background different religious background different mentality different expectation and uh, you know putting all them in one batch and you yeah. know in so one place and training them very difficult so very difficult. like a center of a hurricane yeah so now for the next month we uh, people more than 40 people are coming here mm-hmm. for the training program and uh, different people from studied in the different schools and uh, different background so this all people actually you know putting them or you know uh, making them to mingle each other and you know sometimes actually problem is not with the teacher or somebody the problem with the students you know in between students mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you know their argument their uh, words sometimes you know uh, make them to fight each other mm-hmm. so in that cases also we need to interfere and we need to help them both 
to make them very comfortable and we make them friends at the end <laughs> so we do so many things so but your personal training personal practice is very very important yeah. what i guess is that is the key point to handle this situation we both talk like i say i feel so lucky what made me search this place and i haven't seen this kind of person this kind of teacher so intelligent so perfect in this um, yoga and so deep and at the same time humorous <laughs> everything like i feel so blessed to search and find and come to this place i'm very grateful for that and thankful <laughs> for that uh yeah usually you know i told you know uh, in humble way i can tell it's all uh, because of my masters the grace and blessing of my masters and teachers without them i am not going to be here today so there are many people contributed to shape me mm-hmm. and to give this shape and to put me in this field and uh, of course side by side my hard work and my practice all these things in dedication dedication even like everyone i also faced so much tough things and tough situation in my life but you know that hard work and regular dedication to yoga practices brought me so i am very confidently telling everyone today that if you practice yoga with a dedication and with complete surrender to yoga definitely it will not let you go down and definitely you shine in smaller way or in a bigger way there is a place for you to shine and i always tell actually if you start yoga seriously you become a sugar sugar particle then you need not to worry about people or students or something mm-hmm. and always they come like ants <laughs> <laughs> so become a sugar and ants will come <laughs> don't become don't become salt oh, and yeah. if you become salt hypertension will come yeah. <laughs> not students so that is why you know better to become sugar the people say you you become sweet yeah i think you you were born with this like you, you are such a different person you born with this prashad you know mm. something some yeah. uh, that is why otherwise that santosh name would have been not there yeah <laughs> see that such a moment i born that's also not my parents my parents are telling actually someone uh, in our uh, place somebody came and told this one let's yeah. this first child to your family because till that time there was no child in our family first child came to your family so he brought all the happiness let uh, keep his name santosh mm. so that is why santosh came actually and just imagine that is actually around 35 years ago mm. actually today what i am doing actually i am doing same thing i am giving some happiness to my villagers my village in one or another way to donate some money to help uh, poor people uh, you know in their uh, personal uh, problems or something see that day it was a intuition and today it is making me same thing to do that yeah otherwise just imagine being a poor person a poor uh, man uh, from a poor family i need not to open the charitable trust mm. and then i can make money yeah uh, why should i open that poor charitable trust Mm-hmm. so just it is it is came to my mind that i have to do that and you know uh, whatever we have you know at the end actually it is not ours mm-hmm. we give up and we go so at least let me serve some way compared to some people i have nothing i know that but i am doing my own way mm-hmm. so it may be uh, something is better than nothing <laughs> so that is why if everyone thinks like this then there is a, that is a humanity that is humanity that is most essential things mm-hmm. understand no? 
you need not to be alone and spirituality means actually it is not uh, you know something like sitting in a cave or uh, uh, something only becoming more uh, you know you are uh, focusing on yourself it is empowering yourself become more strong more successful and become great human being so that is very important so that is why i'm trying my level best to you know uh, uplift this humanity more than uh, enlightenment uh, requirements or something <laughs> that is my concern is like that only because many people tell think actually uh, spirituality enlightenment something from my point of view i am taken yoga from this point of view yeah. let let me practice yoga to become a good human being first let's see enlightenment later yeah <laughs> that is my concern Uh, do you have any suggestions for us as we are planning to open a yoga center in Rishikesh? Rishikesh is actually a good place mm. because a lot of uh, positive vibes from Himalayan yogis mm. and good nature, good mountain view atmosphere, mm. and uh, I think it is the best place you select. Mm. Selected. Ganga is there. Yeah, yeah, yes, holy, holy river again, and the vibration and that energy level is very high in that place. every year there's there are thousand students visiting that place because of these vibes no mm-hmm. even i also been there if you go there once then you always remember that place and you it is it is always attracting like a magnet yeah. mm-hmm. remember that that place has the uh, capacity that ability so uh, for your personal practice and for your professional growth i think both can yeah. happen there yeah. no doubt about that i really uh, suggested place very nice place Nice. Yeah, I was thinking that uh settling there, establishing there is like basically as an anchor there so that we can practice and meditate there and be near Ganga, bathing Ganga. Because right now we are um, living in Delhi, we just even yeah. if, I mean we are not that perfect meditators that we sit and sign at all the that honking of and horn and everything. New Delhi is actually the place like new delhi there are, there are so many cities in india these places actually examples what to not to do in yoga <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah exactly so. it affects your mind uh, i mean as you said rishikesh has its own vibration mm-hmm. that imprint of ancient yogis that energy that essence is there as i mean no nobody is like bad or good but still if a crowd has a certain kind of lifestyle it affects the aura you know certain kind that's of true. aura is yeah there. that's true that's true yeah the restlessness is there 100% actually to practice yoga or to teach yoga selection of the location is very important mm. because today we uh, it's unfortunate things we don't get good place anywhere mm. but yeah. if you go to deep forest also there is something to disturb you mm. but uh, compared to all these things some good place better to select yeah and uh, uh, less traffic less noise uh, more nature this kind of things because natural vibration uh, mm-hmm. that will uh, help better and also less crowd you know mm-hmm. in hatha yoga it is said janasangha parityaga you know we have to go away from the people if you want to do anything in yoga mm-hmm. because if you sit in in in, in the group or in the crowd and uh, it will always disturb in one or another way mm-hmm. so that is why minimum distance is necessary from certain things which is bothering of course the crowd is always 
such one thing yeah. <laughs> bothering. So that is why uh, Rishikesh is actually one a kind of remote place uh, from the traffic or modern crowd or modern technology something. So that is why you know it is a nice place to do sadhana. Yeah, and I think people coming there like. Uh, they feel like some kind of already they are in a different state of surrender and uh, love and devotion because they feel that they are in they are seeing Ganga yeah, in Rishikesh yeah. so there won't be like too much clash like. something made them go to Rishikesh yeah they all already they are feeling that uh, passion and pain and that calling you know mm-hmm. to the ultimate mm-hmm. so I think people people different kind of people will come there yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the ancient time, yogi also done this selection of the place. That is why some cave, banyan tree, mountain, temple, they, they, they were selecting these kind of places. Mm-hmm. Because where high uh, vibration was there, that was the place to meditate and to practice their yoga. Mm-hmm. In the ancient time also yogi done this. Many yogis selected these kind of places. Mm-hmm. So that is why, you know, uh, this kind of place, if you have center or yoga school, mm-hmm. uh, people always feel that. Mm-hmm. And they feel better compared to some other locations. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one or another way we have different, uh, you know, mental modifications, mm-hmm. mental uh, disturbance. Mm-hmm. So, this support can help better or help to practice yoga better. Yeah, like Likewise, we like this place, Mysore, so much. Oh my God, mm-hmm. it's so green, so clean. Yeah, and everything about this place yeah, is, yeah. vibe is very different. Compared to some places, Mysore still retained this kind of, uh, you know. It, uh, it has its own grace, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true, traditional. That's even, uh, even the yoga point of view, uh, Mysore education, the quality of education is totally different than some other location of the India. Mm-hmm. Because uh, here all masters training students in traditional manner. And more strictly and uh, more, uh, you know, uh, yogically. Yeah, it is not simply like, uh, not simply like uh, uh, you come and you get certificate and you go something like, like that. Professionally, it is there. Some mm-hmm. training is there actually here. So that is why Mysore has, you know, uh, good name. Even uh, the, the name also well recognized in the world map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, certification point of view also people appreciate a lot when you get certificate from Mysore yeah. people appreciate that you know okay it is from birthplace something like yeah, that yeah lucky yeah well thank you so much for yeah, uh, so. sitting down to talk to us for this podcast and uh, looking forward to coming back in March and everything thank you very much thank absolutely you. thank you Thank you, Master Santosh Kumar. Thank you, sir. For being our guest on this episode of To Be a Yogi. And thank you also to uh, the person responsible for the music you're hearing right now, Brian Dahl. That's B-R-Y-I-N-D-A-L-L. Thank you to my beautiful wife, uh, Priyal, for being co-host of this episode. Welcome. Did a really good job. Oh, really? Yes. You're natural. (laughs) (laughs) hopefully we will have you in future episodes as well and most importantly thank you to you the fellow aspiring yogi out there listening to this podcast should we close with a chant closing prayer yeah we didn't open with an opening prayer but I think it's okay yeah we'll do uh, how does it go sarve yeah first I should do yeah, and yeah. Then you repeat. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah.
सर्वे भवन्तु सर्वे भवन्तु सर्वे सन्तु सर्वे सन्तु सर्वे भद्राणि पश्यन्तु सर्वे भद्राणि पश्यन्तु मा कश्चित् दुखभाग भवे मा कुश्चित् दुखभाग भवे कश्चित् मा कश्चित् दुखभाग भवे ओम शान्ति 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 Namaste. Namaste.